Joe Mass. You are listening to the Queen Sylvie Show. You are now part of the royalty. My tail in the air. Sylvie Show. This is Smooth Tim, and welcome to another terrific Tuesday. 
It is my pleasure to introduce to you at this time the world's sexiest granny, everyone's favorite comedian, Queen Sylvie. Yes, it is me, Queen Sylvie, and welcome to the Queen Sylvie Show, where we enjoy some laughter, great conversation, and a little craziness from time to time. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, you know what? It is a lovely day here in Arlington, Texas, as I look out the window and hold up. I don't see those birds flying. What happened to the birds, Queen? The rain has rushed them away. It is just a rainy day. Pouring down today in Arlington, Texas, but nevertheless, it is a great day. We all woke up today. I appreciate you all tuning in on this terrific Tuesday, the Queen Sylvie Show. But without further ado, allow me to introduce my buddy pal and 2016. 2017 co-host of the year, Smooth Tim. Hey, Tim. Good morning, Queen Anne. <laughs> How are you doing today? As always, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, yes. I suppose. Yes. It's 365 uh-huh. with you. I you know. know. 24-7. Absolutely. You know something? Mm-hmm. You're simply amazing. amazing. Yes. yes, Well, you, you know, as long as you know I am amazing. No, I'm reminded <laughs> of it daily. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> On with the show, Queen. Yes. On today's Terrific Tuesday, we have calling in. May as well call it our European connection. I'm loving Let's it. Let's call it the European connection. I'm loving it. Yes. Out of Southport, United Kingdom, Dr. Vince McNally. In the house. A.K.A. Vince the Vet. Yes. In the house. Also calling <laughs> from United Kingdom, Rick Quidland with Hey pigs! Hey pigs! You gonna talk to us a little bit about yes? What a show! And we also have uh, calling in, representing Wolf's. I believe that's a dog treat with nutrients and some other stuff. Uh, And he'll be uh, talking to us a little bit about uh, nutrition for your pets. Out of Surrey, United Kingdom. Stuart Irvine. Yes, indeed, it is going to be a great. Lineup of the uh, show today. If you have pets, if you're a pet parent, you know someone, you're in for it today. You're going to learn some things. Hopefully, you'll want to go and get some of these, if not for yourself, because I'm telling you, some of these treats and things sounds delicious <laughs> to me. Yeah, reading the ingredients, <laughs> I'm ready to snack on one or two. Uh, and and very, very healthy as well. But <laughs> let me let me welcome my guest that is here, uh, Vince, v- Doctor Vince McNally. Are you there? I'm here. Thanks for having me on, Queen Sylvie. We are honored to have you on the show today. Sit back, give me one second, because what I would like to do at this moment before we begin our conversation is I'd like to share some motivational words from the Queen Sylvie show to you. Yeah, it's true that without my spoiled boxer name, Missy, my wallet probably would be full, yeah. But my heart would be empty without her. You know, it takes nothing away from a human to be kind and loving to an animal. You know, some say the best therapist has fur and four legs, so maybe you should go out and adopt a pet. I mean, what greater gift than the unconditional love of a cat or dog? And in this case, a guinea pig. You know, all you need is love. You should inspire to be the person your pet thinks you are and enjoy life to the fullest. In fact, take Missy, excuse me, in fact, take Missy the boxer's advice and live life like someone left the gate open. Hey, 
And those are some motivational words. From the Queen Sylvie Show. You to had you. you had me sad there for a moment, Queen, when you said give our dog Missy up. No, no, I could She's never. She's our little baby. She keeps me broke with all of these trinkets and toys. Everything and she wants. Yeah, yes, that's, right. that's my baby. <laughs> but you know, you our guests are here. You're more than welcome to call and ask our guests a question. Give a shout out, a holler at a girl. The number to do it on is two one four. Five five six six two three nine. As I begin my conversation with Doctor Vince McNally with Vince the Pet Superfood Supplements. Woo, boy, that's a name for you, there, Vince. I know, I know. I think it was synchronicity being called Vince, and my partner came up with the idea of Vince the Vet, and uh, everybody laughs because they think it's a made-up name. You know, it's just a marketing exercise. But oh, I love it's it. <laughs> I love it with a with a range of clinically proven one hundred percent natural natural supplements and pet remedies, which has transformed the lives of countless dogs and cats. Veterinary surgeon, holistic veterinarian with over thirty years experience, he is the founder and owner of Vince the Pet from Southport, United Kingdom. I introduce to you, Doctor Vince McNally. I think I like saying your name, Vince. I don't know. I like to introduce Dr. Vince McNally. <laughs> McNally. Did I say that correctly? McNally. That's a lovely ring to it, doesn't it? it? It really does. It really does. But let's begin with you telling me what actually inspired you to, first of all, want to be a veterinarian. It was quite a sad story, really. Um, I, I grew up in a, in a shop. My mum and dad had a newsagent uh, and a sweet and tobacconist, and we, we always had pets. We had a we had a white, long-haired German shepherd who, who was a guard dog for the property, and, uh, and we also had a cat called Tina, a little tortoiseshell and white cat. Now, I was only about five or six, but I absolutely adored this little cat. Um, and one day, she jumped up on the shelf and knocked a bottle of disinfectant off uh, and then fell down off the shelf into the disinfectant. Uh, before we could grab her, she, she ran out of the front door and completely soaked in this liquid. Uh, we went out and hunted for her, but she was nowhere to be found. A couple of weeks later, she, she made it back home. She'd licked herself clean and was absolutely spotless. But she was in a really, really bad way. All the disinfectants that she had swallowed had destroyed her kidneys. Oh. And uh, we, we, we took her to the vet, and, and, and the vet said, look, there's, there's just nothing we can do. You know, oh. the kidneys are destroyed, and if she was a person, she, she'd be on a dialysis machine. So we brought her home, and, um, and we nursed her uh, until she passed away. And that's my earliest memory of kneeling down in front of the, in front of the fire with... Uh, with Tina laid out on the carpet, and I can, I can remember it as clearly now as it was all those years ago, holding a little mirror in front of her nose, watching for her breath to miss the, oh, the, the mirror, when she was still alive. Um, and, you know, when when she passed over, I absolutely broke my heart, oh. and that, that planted the seed. I, I, I felt so helpless at not being able to help Tina that I, I decided to become a vet, and 
nothing ever changed after that. Everything I did was geared towards becoming a, a, oh. a vet. Oh my goodness, that is so touching. I have a, a female boxer and I'm telling you she is my baby. I can't imagine what someone goes like yeah. goes through, you know, when that happens. Uh, if that happens, I guess I'll have to become a vet veterinarian too because it, it is they it's a passionate. How old were you when this happened? <laughs> I was about 5 or 6. Oh my um, goodness. I had about a, I had a similar kind of experience when I was 5 or 6 with a dog. We had an uh, a English setter. And somebody had, and it, and it was a, a field dog, and it was out running around and come back. Somebody had shot it. So you had to watch the uh-huh. dog die. And, yeah, yeah it does. It leaves, uh-huh. it leaves an impact on you. And I was angry and a whole lot of different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and people who who have never had that relationship with a pet find that kind of emotion and, and that bond quite difficult to understand. Um, but... You know, we, we're lucky. I've, I've been blessed, really, because, you know, I had the ability to become a vet, and then I went on to become a holistic vet, and uh, I get to see so many happy stories, you know. So, well, although it had a sad beginning, it, 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 it certainly turned out to be a lovely journey for me to see, you know, to see the, you know, the, the good that's come out of that. Absolutely. You know, I'm thinking that your passion, actually, for mending broken bones kind of led you to becoming a surgeon. But share with me your education and your experience as a veterinarian, because you're also a holistic uh, veterinarian. Yeah, I, I've always had a really inquisitive mind, um, even as a young boy. You know, my my mom used to say, "You want to know the ins and outs of a duck's behind." You know, and uh, it, it's true. I kind of want always. I wanted to delve into everything, and so when, when I graduate, when I was a veterinary student and we had to see practice uh in 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 between term times you know we, we had to arrange to go and stay at local practices and and see how things were done i, I always sought out vets who were doing things differently uh, there was a there was a gentleman who god rest his soul he's passed now called john nickel who was introducing acupuncture into the UK for the first time. And, and so I spent time with him. And then there was another vet up in Northumberland who who used to deal with the racehorses at Michael Dickinson Stables, who was pioneering a new technique for in, injecting kind of um, a, a dissolving agent into the horse's limbs so that new bl- blood vessels could grow in and mend strained tendons, which is a real problem in, 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 in athletic horses like that. So I always kind kind of wanted to kind of know more, you know. Um, so even though I was studying conventional veterinary medicine, uh, I, as a sideline, I was looking at acupuncture and homeopathy and other things and Chinese medicine, right. you know. So um, that, that, that kind of interest was always there, you know, and that stayed with me. So, you know, that was always with you, but, you know, you said about revolutionizing the supplement market by developing a range of natural remedies and supplements for dogs and cats. I mean, I mean, they're both holistic and it's clinically proven. So, so where did the idea come from to come up with Vince the Vet super, uh, superfood supplements and remedies? Well, it, it kind of, Again, synchronicity, you know, the, the, this interest in alternative forms of healing and systems of medicine from around the world 
kind of took a, a bit of a back burner once I'd graduated because, of course, everything's new and I wanted to put all my new techniques into practice and learn how to be a good surgeon and I was prescribing the medications that we've been taught to use and um, I specialised in orthopaedic surgery, which was a passion then. Uh, I loved mending broken bones and all that kind of thing. But then I, I, I bought my own practice and for the first 10 years, uh, I was kind of solely interested in how far conventional medicine could go to help the pets that I was seeing. But of course, the, the longer that time went on, the more frustrated I started to become that, you know, for a lot of diseases, the, the actual therapeutic options are very limited. You, you know, there's either drugs, there's surgery, and there's not really much else. And very often, uh, for certain diseases, um, you know, with cancer and inflammatory bowel disease, and particularly chronic skin conditions, you, you're largely relying on drugs which suppress the body's ability to heal itself, uh, and also kind of weakens the immune system and has other unpleasant side effects which um, it, it just it, it wasn't satisfactory, and I, it, it was gnawing away at me that the body is so amazing and so. Uh, incredibly sophisticated and has the potential for healing in all sorts of ways and, and yet here I was kind of struggling to help a significant proportion of the pets I was seeing and um, and, and it was by accident really I, I was at a, a veterinary congress in Harrogate um, going back a long time ago you know, 25 years ago uh, and I happened to attend a, a it was just an off-the-cuff meeting, 30, 30 minutes, uh, a doctor had flown down from Glasgow to attend, and he was starting to talk about kind of patterns of information that could be held in, in water, and using snowflakes, for example, as a, an example of that, that every snowflake is made of water, but they form extraordinarily in, intricate and unique patterns. So he was talking about how information could be stored in water. So I, I came away and, and, I, and I started to think about, you know, where that might go. And, and uh, an, an advert came up which was describing a, a new course starting at the Glasgow Homeopathic Hospital. And um, there was an introductory weekend, and I, I thought, well, I'll go and give it a, a shot. I've heard of homeopathy, but knew nothing about it. So I, I went and did a weekend there. A week later, uh, a little doggy came in, um, called, again called Tina. It was a little miniature Dachshund. <laughs> And it, it had a discharge from her nose on one side, uh, which raised alarm bells because normally when you get a, a unilateral discharge, it, 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 it's either a foreign body or a fairly nasty infection with a fungus called Aspergillus. Um, it's already been somewhere else and they prescribed antibiotics which hadn't done anything. So, so we booked it in and I, we took the x-rays which showed that the bone was being destroyed inside the nose on that side. Uh, we sent swabs off and the results came back as positive for this fungus and this, that and the other. And, and I said to, I said to the gentleman, look, this, this is a really serious disease. Uh, the conventional approach is to get uh, a trephine, which is something similar to an apple corer, cut, cut a hole in the frontal sinus above the side of the nasal chambers on that side, put a tube in, and then you flush through with antifungal drugs for, for two or three weeks. So the dog has to stay in. It's extremely unpleasant having this done uh, on a daily, twice daily basis, and the success rate was less than 50%. That's so getting expensive the, too. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, that yeah. sounds expensive um, to me. Yeah. So, 
understandably, the gentleman said, well, you know, I think I'd rather have a put to sleep. I'm not prepared to, to, to go through this. Uh, and I kind of, you know, um, I just said, well, look, I've just started this course. Um, we, we've covered something on the weekend that I think actually, you know, it might help. I said, oh, look, I know nothing about it. I've only just started. But we discussed a, a remedy on the course that has the ability to stimulate macrophages, which is a particular type of white blood cell that can scavenge dead material and even fungi. And I said, look, it's a long shot, but... You know, if you want me to give you a, a chance, let's let's give this a try. You know, uh, let's give it a week or two and see what happens. And uh, so we prescribed a homeopathic remedy. And to cut a long story short, the, the dog made a complete recovery um, with no no other drugs at all, just this homeopathic remedy. Wow. Um, and, and I was completely knocked out by this. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I wasn't expecting it. But I couldn't deny what has happened, the fact that this dog had recovered from a really serious illness That's using amazing. something that was natural. Um, and that kind of then led me through a, a whole series of investigations which uh, started the formulation of the supplements. Because I, I thought if, if, if natural medicine can tap into the bodies to heal like that in, in a condition as serious as this, what you know what else can it do you know um and that that really was the spark for starting to investigate plants and minerals and how they could be combined together to stimulate the body to heal you know these supplements don't heal they stimulate the body to heal itself it's always the body that heals but you can if you provide the right stimulus and the right tools for the body then it, it, it will miracles are possible that is an amazing story and i know what was the name of the dog the dog was Tina. Tina, okay. Well, I know Tina loves and appreciates you. You saved her life. And, and I know that that had to feel good and motivate you. I could just see you like maybe, who uh, who was that to do like Frankenstein? Just get mad and just start creating and doing <laughs> things and just like, oh, that has done it. But you know what? I actually. No, but I like, he's got it. The, the point, and, and I kind of heard, is that there's a lot of natural things out there that yes. we could introduce into our body bodies our pets bodies but i've also heard and and, and and am i right and or am i wrong that sometimes a lot of our ability to absorb what we really need has been blocked from different things in our toxins in, like toxins like possibly you know lead from the paint and things like this yeah you're, you're absolutely right um i, I mean in a way it got me started this. There was another doggy not long after that, a few weeks later, which made another miraculous recovery. And that, and that has been the inspiration to keep me going. But after that, it, it was a hard slog for a long time because, because I had no experience in using plants and minerals to any degree at all. And so I, I was relying on information that existed, which largely applied to kind of human medicine and a lot of it's very old you know a lot of it yeah. goes back thousands of years this information which you know doesn't necessarily apply to modern day people and pets you know the world's changed so much over the centuries that what might have been effective thousands of years ago might not be effective now and of right. course you know you, you brought up a very valid point pollution is at an all-time high and that certainly does have an effect oh yeah um so it was kind of, you know, it was almost like, it, well, it was trying various things, you know, and, and it was. Oops. It looks like 
he dropped off. He was right in the, uh, yeah, but right you know what? He's right on. A good conversation. Yes, he is. And the medicine, even that they prescribe for the pets, just like they do for humans, have side effects and can long term cause other issues. So I believe in the holistic way, in the natural healing. Well, I very way. much so. Yeah, I mean, when when you look on TV. And the advertisement's 20 seconds, but for the additional 10 seconds, they're showing you a list of uh, side effects. Yeah, yeah, I do. It's like, you know. Well, you know, it's beneficial for us as adults to take uh, uh, vitamins and things to keep us healthy. And then what he has, hopefully he'll call back to tell you these great products that... um, He's created and come up with that is is miraculously healing a lot of pets, a lot of cats and dogs in the industry. Vince the Vet. You can log on to uh, VinceTheVet.co.uk because he's over in the United Kingdom from Southport, United Kingdom. Vince the Vet, Dr. Vince McNally. I am waiting for him to call back. I hope he don't think that Queen Sylvie just hung up. Heck no, I was so into all that he has Let me to try say. To call him back, just. To see well, that might be great too. If he will answer. Yeah. That would be a negative. But in any regard. Well, I hope that he calls back. Why don't we take a, a break for a moment and get a message from uh, maybe one of our sponsors, and I'll see if I can catch Vince McNally, Vince the Vet, My back velvet, right here uh, on the well, hey. show. We can blame it on the uh, U.S. system. How about that? <laughs> we'll say no, no, no. Well, you no, know no, what? No. In the technical world, Schmidt happens. But, you know, nevertheless, I'm going to hold on and see if I can catch him. Let's get a break from one of our sponsors. We'll be right back. Wonder Weenies. And we are the Queen Sylvie Show. You stop in Wang, mention Queen Sylvie Show, we give you big weenie from Wang. Yes, we do. Ha, ha, ha. And you listen to Queen Sylvie Show every Tuesday, 11 a.m., 1 p.m. Central Standard Time on Fishbowl Radio Network. <laughs> Wayne's Hi there, this is Lori Dunham. Check out my new show, Dunham Business Radio, every Monday, 6 p.m. Central Time in the Gray Bowl. On my show, you will hear a different perspective of business topics, interviews with exciting guests, facts, tips, and lots of fun. Because frankly, if you're not having fun, you're just doing it plain wrong. So be sure to tune into our show, Mondays, 6 p.m. Central in the Gray Bowl, right here on the Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. What's happening, hoes? This is your girl, DDT, and I just want everybody out there listening to the Queen Sylvie Show to know that I have just recorded my very first live stand-up comedy album, and it is called We're All Gonna Die, Practical Nihilism for the Millennial Black Woman, uh, and it is just as weird as it sounds, so if you into that kind of dumb shit, come get with me on iTunes, Google Play, and Amazon Music. Again, you can look me up under my name. That is D-E- D-E-T, and also on DDTComedy.com. Come get weird with you, girl. All right, we are back here on the Queen Silver Show. We lost you, Vince. I know, I know. Oh, I, don't I don't know, know what happened. I don't know what happened with that. Well, when the conversation's traveling, <laughs> you know, 3,000 miles, something might happen. <laughs> it does. But you know what, Vince? You know what, Vince? I have read um, some testimonials from 
pet parents who actually write highly positive testimonials about Vince the Pet, natural remedies and, sus- and uh, supplements, supplement, excuse me, but what would you say stands out above the rest from the others in the industry? I think because they are clinically proven, everything, you know, going back to where we were cut off, you know, I, we, we have to do a lot of reformulations and trialing and testing and and, I'm not happy as a person with something that might or might not work Um, I I don't I I can't have faith in something that might help one pet in ten or two pets in ten you know if I'm going to use something and advise something for people I I want it to be working in seven or eight pets out of ten you know because that 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 is what the body's capable of and, and that's what we can achieve so it's taken kind of you know it's 25 years of of, of of trialing these products in thousands of pets you know which ensures a high degree of success from using them and and that for me is why they're so different you know that it's based on actual results in real life pets 90 percent of them who have had really bad problems which couldn't be helped in any other way you know and 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 that's why i was so passionate about getting them out there and sharing them. And the, the other thing is I'm, I'm still a clinician, you know, I'm a clinician at heart, it's all about results. Right. So I still consult in three locations around the UK, you know, so I use these as part of the treatment protocol. So we know 100% how right. great they are and how much they can help. That is smart. Do you still have the, uh, do you still run the uh, Albany Veterinarian Clinic as well still? No, no, I, I sold the Albany veterinary clinic to, to my uh, my partner at the time, which was in uh, 2001. Um, after that, we, we, we kind of, my my uh, partner and I opened up a, a healing clinic for pets and people in Wiltshire and ran that for, for about six or seven years um, before, you know, we, we, we kind of, when, look, we looked after my mum. We took a break to look after my mum, who, who was terminally ill, and, uh, and and then I was still a peripatetic kind of vet then, uh, seeing people for people and pets for holistic healing. Uh, and then we founded Vince the Vet just over four years ago to to really get that kind of holistic help more more available. Now I noticed that you utilized the word healing clinic rather than veterinarian clinic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, 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 we called it the natural healing clinic because we we're seeing pets and people. And, and really, uh, healing is a much broader concept, isn't it? Yes. Treat, treating is trying to get in a, a particular result, you know, whereas healing is, is much broader than, than treating. Treating, you're, you're almost kind of addressing a disease or a problem, whereas with healing, you're uh, addressing the person or pet and helping them to evolve as, as a being and for the body to restore a level of health that it innately always possesses but somehow has become blocked. Well, hats off to you. I'm sorry that you lost Tina back then, but it surely sparked some inner creativity and smartness within yourself to go out, branch out, and do what you're doing, and you're making a heck of a difference, helping pets live the healthiest and happiest lives possible. Vince the Vet Superfoods, tell me about some of your products. Well, broadly, there's this kind of... um, 
three ranges of products. The, the first is, is the raw food that we produce, and and, and uh, as we all are becoming more and more aware, you know that brilliant nutrition is the foundation of health. You can't create any kind of really healthy lifestyle. Well, it affects everything we do. So the, the quality of our foundation of diet is so important, and that has never been more important for pets because so many are becoming sensitive to various foods in their diet. So we, we kind of we produce a, a range of raw food which is as pure and as natural as possible, containing all the right elements. And then we enhance it with the... The superfoods are there to promote optimum health in pets by providing a completely healthy, balanced diet and nutrients that aren't present in ordinary foods, um, largely because of the, the deterioration of, of the nutrient content in the food chain that exists, um, but also because they contain elements which are particular to the plants that we choose, which aren't, aren't readily available in ordinary foods. So they stimulate the immune system and promote mobility and optimize cellular health uh, and aid the digestive system. So that's a second layer of health, if you like. You get a really nutritious foundation. You enhance it with with nutrients that supercharge health. Uh, and then the remedies support the body's natural, innate, adaptive and recuperative powers. So they help the body do more efficiently and effectively what it's capable of doing anyway. And combining those three, dietary changes, natural supplements and remedies which stimulate and support the body, then you, you can get amazing results. Um, it's not only for pets that are, that are unwell, it's to promote the optimum health in, in every pet. So to help every pet, every dog and cat reach its health potential. Absolutely. You know, you supply many retailers and healthcare professionals throughout United Kingdom and Europe. Is there any plans or do you ship over to the United States? We are hoping to, absolutely. Um, we're just being a little bit hampered by lack of time, essentially. Um, it, it takes a lot of energy and, and a lot of work behind the scenes to produce what we do. And of course, we're, we're, we're speaking to pet owners every day, you know, who are struggling with their pet's health. So we've been a little bit restricted with, with time to, to put the logistics of that into place. But we're certainly hoping to, to get a grips with that this year and, and op open up ourselves to a much bigger market. And we do have lots of friends in the States. You know, we get lots of emails and we help lots of people in the States via Facebook groups. It, it's just a question of supply that has been a, a, a little bit of a, a kind of drawback at the moment. But we are going to put that right. Please let me know when you do because I would love to promote and put that out there. I think your products are, are there. first of all, the uh, packaging is very appealing. I love mm -hmm. the colors, you know, and, and that matters as well. But what's inside is what's making a difference and it's clinically proven. But, you know, there are several people that's asked me um, if raw food diet is safe for dogs. And I'm thinking, well, you know the answer to that. It, it is, like, like anything, it is if it's done correctly. First of all, you know, you, you just take normal hygiene precautions as you would handling raw meat yourself. Um, apart from that, you know, it, it has to be 
good quality. There has to be good quality ingredients, the right amount of bone and the right amount of offal. But we, we honestly have never, ever come across a problem uh, feeding raw, uh, either to pets or to the families concerned. And in terms of nutrition, you can't get better than a raw food diet for most pets. Right. It's what dogs and cats have, have thrived on for millions of years. So you, tell me about the campaign. You have a campaign out to spring clean your pet. Yeah, yeah. We, this is this is really important. You know, I mean, we we kind of forget the level of pollution that exists in in the world that we're living in, and this affects pets more than ourselves. First of all, they're smaller, so the the amount of chemicals that they're exposed to has a much greater effect because of their body size. The second thing is is that. They, as they go out and they're walking around or strolling around, if you're a cat, they're coming into contact with petrochemicals on pavements, pesticide residues, uh, heavy metals, these kind of things in fields. And, and of course, they, they lick themselves and groom themselves and swallow these chemicals. And, um, and so the, the toxic load is much higher. They're also exposed to, to many more products with chemicals in, uh, in pet products and, and Products used in and around the home and the garden, such as weed killer, for example. So to keep the organs of detoxification healthy, they, their body needs a helping hand because the liver has to break these down, the kidneys have to excrete them, the bowel has to eliminate them from the body, mm-hmm. the skin to some degree. And because of the toxic load, these organs are, are struggling far more than they did 100 years ago. And we, they need support to be able to cope with the world that we're living in. That is hot. I love what you're doing. I wish you continued success. You're a busy bee. I'm going to call you a busy bee because <laughs> you're doing a lot of things. I don't know if you ever have time, but if you do, what do you like to do in your spare time? Oh, crikey. Um, I, I like to read when I get a chance, um, but I don't often get a chance to read anything that <laughs> is not kind of veterinary or holistic related, unfortunately. Um Another big passion is supporting Liverpool Football Club. I've got to get a mention out. They're playing tonight right. in the Champions League. And right. Good luck, guys. Good luck is right. <laughs> well, that's a good sport to get into as well. Um, so, listen, before you go, let me ask, is there anything that you might want to add that I perhaps did not um, ask you? Uh, no, I, I don't think so. Only that I used to have a, a boxer too, Billy Boxer, God rest his soul, and um, he, he he was my he was my inspiration too. You know, as as an adult, yeah. um, boxers show us the way to live life. They're they full so of fun, smart. full of mischief. Uh, they melt your heart, yes. and uh, I think you know if we took a leaf out of their book, the world would be a much better place. Right, my boxer is such a show off. I kid you not. She has her own Facebook page. Check out Missy the boxer. She used to. Uh, I would. Sometimes people used to send in messages for her to balance different things on her head, and she would balance eggs, pop tarts, toasters, you name it. She was a big show off, and then she once did a commercial for Doritos uh, once. But yeah, I love my dog. Tell my the boxer. truth. We call her Missy the Manipulator because I, <laughs> <laughs> you know how a dog can, can, people just don't understand how a dog can control you. <laughs> That's right. I know. 
they're the best cure for depression there is, bar no. They are, and they know when you're down and, and out, and they just come and just pick you right back up. So, yeah, people go out and adopt a dog, but not only that, if, if you're in Europe and the United Kingdom, uh, I advise you to check out Vince the Vet. He has Vince the Vet. Vet pet remedies, Vince the Vet superfood uh, supplements, natural uh, nutritional therapy products. That is, it is so important right now, not just for us as humans, but for our pets as well. Because I believe, I don't know if you, all those medicines that uh, you know the old age give you, they have side effects that in the long term can affect you in a different way. So come at it this way is what I say and I thank you for being on the show but before you go Vince tell everybody how you can be followed on social media and contacted for more information on Vince the Vet Superfoods well we have a Vince the Vet Facebook page a Vince the Vet Twitter feed uh, and we've got lots and lots of information on our www.vincethevet.co.uk website and blog page and uh, we give lots of free advice uh, whenever we can and um, it's just lovely to hear people to say hello and uh, if you send in a picture of your pet you're guaranteed to get a response oh well we're going to send you a picture of missy <laughs> <laughs> but okay i thank you very much it's been our absolute pleasure it thank has you. been a very big pleasure you thank you very much i look and forward thank you too very much very great work thank you very much we're going to go out of here with a little alice presley and hound dog right here on the queen silly show stay tuned we'll be back with rick critlin from hay Pigs. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Crying all the time. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Crying all the time. Well, you ain't never caught a rabbit and you ain't no friend of mine. Well, they said you was high class. Well, that was just a lie. Yeah, they said you was high class.
It's a great day here on this terrific Tuesday, the Queens that we show. I thank you all for tuning in. We have United Kingdom in the house. I'm loving it. I'm going to go out, by the way, for my next guest and go and buy me. I thought I was going to get one, but now I'm told to get two guinea pigs, and I'm going to get it as I welcome my next guest to the show. Welcome, Rick. Hello. Um, nice of uh, really pleased to be on the show. Um, thank you for having me, uh, Sylvia and Tim. Uh, really excited to have a chat to you guys. No problem. Product designer and guinea pig enthusiast, along with business partner and wife Helen, has developed a range of pet toys, feeders, and accessories for guinea pigs based on a circus theme. He is the founder, the owner of the multiple award-winning Hey Pigs from Chelsford. United Kingdom, I introduced to you Rick Cridlin, everybody. Hello. Do you know what? The very the hardest thing to do is to to come out with the first few words when you when you're on this sort of thing. And I did it the other day and I stumbled into my first words. I thought, Don't don't make a fool of yourself and I was like, What do I say? What do I say? Once I'm talking I seem to be absolutely fine <laughs> The nerves settle down. But it's those first fine. few words. <laughs> you are fine, you are fine and I appreciate you taking the time. Hi to your wife. I, I don't know if she's near you or anything, but we want to. She isn't near me just now. She has gone out to collect Hay Baby, um, oh. our daughter. Um, okay. So she'll be back shortly. So uh, so I'm taking the call uh, on behalf of Hay Pigs. That is um, so nice of you. I mean, don't worry about anything. I mean, there's only two million people listening. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Be- uh, be- believe me, when you have a guinea pig circus, you don't worry about any of that. <laughs> you don't worry about anything. You pretty much put it out there. Yeah. Well, you know what? Be- before Hey Pigs, Rick, tell me about your experience in your yeah. work as a product designer. Yeah, I'm, so I, I've been a product designer 14 years. Um, I left university, got a job doing promotional merchandise, um, initially in the drinks industry. Uh, then I went on and had a spell in London designing merchandise for the film industry. So that was um, d- designing uh, giveaways for cinemas, uh, VIP competition prizes, uh, that sort of thing. It was really interesting. Um, but the reality was, having worked in an office environment, I was like, this this isn't for me. Um, I want to do my own thing. So I left London, and uh, London's about 40 minutes from where we live. Started freelancing from home, turned that into a consultancy. I've been doing that about seven years. Um, and then maybe, how long ago, 2014, um, my wife, said right when we get married um we're having guinea pigs <laughs> i said okay <laughs> fine she said i i've had every small animal but i've never had a guinea pig and i've always wanted one well you know that's uh, the first i've never heard no one say we got married and she said we're gonna have guinea pigs now honey we're gonna have, <laughs> we're gonna have some twins yeah. uh, so yeah. that was the start of our journey she it was nothing to do with me. Um, she went out. She found a local rescue. We both went along to this rescue. Um, and when I say a local <laughs> rescue, this lady, she's been doing it 35 years. It's basically her home. She's had as many as 100 guinea pigs. Wow. Um, looking after them. Um, a lot of these guinea pigs, you know, they're, they're not the classic rescue story where they're, they're dumped on the street or, you know, rescued from a, a, a poor 
poor homing situation. A lot of them are actually just guinea pigs that have been surrendered um, because the families are fed up with them. Um, so we go into this environment where there are, you know, <laughs> there's tens of, tens of <laughs> well, how many did she have in it? She, she, she had probably about 18 at the time. And they made this almighty noise, you know, to greet you. They're all after food. <laughs> um, and we had these two boys um, that we'd seen on, 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 uh, on Facebook and we were interested in them. And Tracy at the rescue started plucking out all these guinea, these different guinea pigs <laughs> and putting them in our hands. And we just fell in love straight away. These they all had such personalities. They had these crazy little curly ears. They had these they big rubber cute. lips. They, they are just, and they were just so full of personality. So we we went home with Nutmeg and Neptune. Um, they were about one and a half years and two year, two years old, and they'd been surrendered. Um, and you know, we started. We bought them everything we possibly could, and um, you know, working from home, I was spending all my time with the guinea pigs. You know, mm-hmm. um, suddenly they were my work colleagues, um, and here was I, sort of, you know, being briefed to come up with various, you know, gift ideas for humans and, and various other product design things, and and I'm looking at these guinea pigs and going, well, you know, um, <laughs> smart guy. Well, why am I not designing products? For guinea pigs and in fact that's exactly what tracy said to me when she first met me uh, and that was the, the very seed of, of, of the first idea of how hay pigs started can i ask you a question you was talking about getting the guinea pigs from rescue correct yeah sure now in if let me kind of transition to what i so i know what i'm talking about here in the united states <laughs> and when we look at rescue we look at like dog shelters and a lot of that comes from either irresponsible pet ownership they didn't realize what they were getting into before they decided mm-hmm. to purchase a dog and or irresponsible breeding is that the mm-hmm. case yeah yeah absolutely and i think the rule of any rescue is um look we don't ask questions about what's gone on or where the background is we just want the animals to be safe and we want to find them a new home um so you get all sorts i mean worst case scenario i've i've heard stories of guinea pigs being left in skips um guinea pigs being left on top of bins guinea pigs being left in their literally in, in their cage with a with a sign on saying free please take wow um I, yeah it, it's it's frightening if you're a animal person to think that people could possibly do this but you know um i i I partially blame the fact that guinea pigs are so such an impulse purchase if they need to be they don't cost a lot of money you go into a pet shop particularly with young children and um you can be pestered into buying a guinea pig without really appreciating the commitment um that you potentially got that's what i was alluding to yeah i I had alluded to the same that's what i meant they don't realize there's work no 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 and they you know uh, Typically, you know, I've just I've just been writing a blog this week about um, the difference between guinea pigs and hamsters. Um, it's amazing how many people don't even really know that. So they're going into a pet shop, they're seeing a baby guinea pig. It looks the same yeah. size as a hamster. They're not really appreciating that a guinea pig can grow to about thirty centimeters long if it's a it's a 
fully grown male and it can last you know, possibly five eight years even longer Wow. Um, so you you get the wrong start in life for those guinea pigs. The cage too small, not the right you know, not the right offset of this is a commitment like a dog. Right. This is a commitment you're going to have for a long time. Then the children grow up, and who's left with with the guinea pigs? It's right. the parents. Your right. mom and dad. Then they <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Well, you know what? I'm going to begin with a few facts about guinea pigs, and Rick, you continue because you are the expert with additional facts. I know that <laughs> I know that guinea pigs are not related to pigs. You know, some people think a oh, pig, guinea pig. No, it's not. And is it true? Yeah. Is it true that when guinea pigs are happy, they purr like a cat? They can purr. I mean, uh, interestingly, that can also be uh, a sign that they're a little bit upset as well. Ah. There are different types of purrs, believe it or not. But there is you know yeah, how to a, do it. Let me hear you happy, do one. There's a happy purr, and there is um, there's a, almost a warning uh, purr. Can you give us an example? Uh, yeah, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, let, let me hear it. <laughs> It's kind of a, it's very difficult for me to replicate. Um, <laughs> it's more of a judder, like a kind of sound. I don't know if that's going to come across. <laughs> what you need to do is jump on YouTube and listen to some of these things. But one very clear indication of a very happy guinea pig is, called, is when they do something called popcorning. And popcorning is um, an uncontrollable twitch, um, often a leap, a spin. So they they just completely lose control over their body and they they twitch and they they bound about and particularly with young guinea pigs it's absolutely adorable to watch um <laughs> yeah and, and just to answer quickly your question on on the origins of the name guinea pig you're right they aren't pigs um and they're not from guinea either um it's <laughs> Looking into the history, uh, we've we've got a bit on our website actually, heypigs.com. But um, the the reason they're, they're perhaps associated with pigs is because when they were first um, come across, when when travellers, European travellers came over to South America, um, the guinea pigs were being kept um, in small pens in people's homes as a livestock and a family pet, but generally as a livestock. Um, so. And they also made this weaking sound, which was weak, 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 which mm-hmm. was almost pig-like. So for a, for a European traveller, you know, they immediately associated it. It look, just looks like a miniature pig. Um, so they're actually rodents. Um, that's that's uh, their family, the cavy. Um, the guinea, mm-hmm. it's a bit more mysterious, but the, the, the best guess is when they were transporting um, the first guinea pigs over to Europe, um, they came via West Guinea. So West Guinea was on the coast of Africa. That was the stop-off. And then people associated the guinea pigs as they arrived into Europe as coming from Guinea or West Guinea, when in fact they were coming from the, <laughs> the Andes region of, of South America. Told so you you was that there's your quick, quick history. Yeah. <laughs> I've, kind of, I've kind of heard that story before about Told the ya. West yeah. Indy thing. But now, quick question. You mentioned they kept mm. them as livestock. Now, they use them as a food source? Yes, but uh, I mean, there's, a whole, there's a whole history of guinea pigs. They were quite sacred, to be honest, to, to start off with. Um, uh, and in fact, even being used in medicine, uh, black guinea pig being particularly special for finding ailments on people's bodies. They, they'd rub them across you know, people's stomachs when they were ill, and when they squealed, it meant that, meant that they found the trauma. Oh, um, wow. But then they found their way... <laughs> 
way into peasant homes um, and they were a very easy pet to keep um, so they would they would run around in the home the children would play with the guinea pigs but then they they were eaten but it was generally on special occasions so if your neighbor came to visit then you might sacrifice one of your guinea pigs and have have that as, as a, a food thing and wow. um, the the obviously the the eating element of it um while it's still done in places like peru now it's rarer it never never really came across to europe um it actually when they arrived in europe they were exotic pets for the wealthy so uh you know it, uh, it was queen elizabeth the first was one of the first people to have a guinea pig um so they weren't seen as a, as a food stock at all they were seen as a luxury pet yeah that's terrible though because you know i i've heard the guinea pigs you know have been used even in, in medical research since the 1700s but nowadays yeah. they they replaced it more with rats and mice but guinea pigs are so cute i mean they're the cutest little they don't talk yeah. back to you either but tell me what makes some great pets well, you know, they are they are incredibly cute, and I, I haven't come across a guinea pig that isn't cute, frankly. Um, right. um, but what really appealed to me, actually, um, is their, their big personalities, and they give you lots of feedback. Um, so, you know, we have a Border Collie dog um, who's, who's bonkers and she's very intelligent, but, you know, she's hard work. <laughs> but the guinea pigs, um, they, give, they can give as much feedback as my dog um they can tell me when they're happy sad grumpy uh miserable you can tell they tell you there's a there's a plethora of sounds that they can make to indicate various things and they are super intelligent you can train them to do all sorts of things wow. if you want to i'm gonna try i'm gonna i want to get me one or two and i want to try two. <laughs> you, you tell me well just quickly two. to explain why it's two because uh, i did i did I did call you out on on on, on messenger <laughs> right. the other day, didn't I? Um, they are exceptionally sociable animals. So um, a guinea pig on on its own can very quickly get depressed and it can actually yeah. die from loneliness. So uh -huh. it's really important that you have at least two together. No, oh, so they're a pack animal. Yeah. And now, yeah. do they have alphas? Yeah, I when when people ask about that, that that side of it, I say they're a lot like lions in a funny way. So um, typically, you will have one male with a group of females, um, and if you try to integrate a second male into that group, the males would fight for dominance. Um, so if you're keeping males, you can keep males together. Um, so you could have two males, rather like two lion, two long, young lions would be fine mm -hmm. you know together until they're in the scenario where the females are in play and then it's who's going to be you know top guinea pig wow. um but you know in, in the case of keeping guinea pigs obviously if you're going to keep a male with a female you're going to have to neuter the the, the male so you don't end up with lots of guinea pigs <laughs> this is a common mistake that people make yeah. uh, they don't sex the guinea pigs right and then you have very quick breeding that can be breeding within four weeks of birth so um that's another reason why the rescues end up with a lot of guinea pigs how many do you own currently uh we have seven um they've all been from the rescue we had a really tough end to the year last year and 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 had a few pass away uh with really sad sad uh, problems you know um like a liver failure and um 
they're complicated little creatures and, and to treat them, you know, to get veterinary treatment on, on when they do develop a problem, it's really specialist. And, and, and um, but, you know, we, we, we do our best and, and we've literally, I mean, even our social media followers don't know this, but we have literally got a new guinea pig two days ago um and he he lost his his friend um oh. and was on his own and was in that situation where he needed and other guinea pigs around him so right. yeah so it's fluctuating is the answer um we would have if we had the space i don't think we'd stop um that's the problem that's so passionate and wonderful i tell you i kid you not i'm only going to stick with two though i'm gonna just let you know that two is going to melt my heart and then my dog is going to be be like, well, you're going to kick me out to get more? No. <laughs> yeah. That. Well, uh, you know, in that scenario where the parent ends up looking after the guinea pigs, well, guess what? Um, they become massive fans of guinea pigs. And, and a lot of the people who are into what we do and the products that we design, they're grown-ups. You know, it's not it's not kids. Believe me, there are a lot of grown-ups who absolutely adore guinea pigs. Well, you know, I'm listening. I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring up the products and, and uh, all of these accessories but what I, w I need to do is I need to pause for just a moment and get my commercial break sure on. We're going to come back and we're going to learn some of these circus-themed products that is so hot. The guinea pigs are in love. They're having a great time. Plus, I'm going to tell you about a story of love that I heard where someone put a ring in one of the products. Oh, yeah. I know about <laughs> that, too. All right, stay tuned. We're going to get these commercial breaks on. We're going to come back with more from Rick Critlin and Hey Pigs right here on the Queen Silly Show. If you're an avid reader, love books, or want to become a published author, jump into the Mackenzie Stewart Show, Fridays from 3 to 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. In the Gray Stream, Mackenzie interviews authors, reviews books, and has in-depth discussions with published authors, giving you great tips and advice. Don't miss The Writer's Edge, Fridays, 3 to 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, in the Gray Bowl, with your host, Mackenzie Stewart, on Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. Back in my day, we advertised like men. Get up on the rooftop and use what we called lung pyre. Come and get it! Nowadays, they got what's called the internet. It goes worldwide. And on this internet is what's called fishbowlradio.com, a network of over 100 personality-driven radio shows. Now that's a lot of lung power. Sounds like a good way to get the word out about your business. Call them, 817-633-4880, and jump in! Congratulations from Velvet Oasis Events, wedding and event planning. What a great time for us to get acquainted and determine what style, design, and package will work for your upcoming wedding, gala, social, or anniversary event. We specialize in helping people have a better event experience. Velvet Oasis Events customize your event design with your vision in mind. From beginning to end, we're there to assist. So for that wow experience, you won't forget, remember Velvet Oasis Events. To get more details, go to Velvet Oasis event.com velvet oasis event.com or call 817-500-1579 817-500-1579 have you been struggling with losing weight has dieting and exercising produced little or no results are you looking for a different approach with a history of tremendous success that has helped thousands of people not only lose the weight they desire but get healthy and feel great tammy stewart Certified cellular detoxification specialist and certified health coach will explain why you may be struggling to lose those unwanted pounds. 
She will also explain why your blood tests can show normal metabolic and thyroid numbers, yet you still have many of the symptoms of an underactive thyroid, such as weight gain, chronic fatigue, digestive issues, thinning hair, depression, trouble concentrating, and many more. You deserve a new approach to health that will focus on getting your body healthy. Get real answers at our next free seminar. Contact Tammy Stewart at www.817thyroid.com for additional information and upcoming seminars. This year, make your corporate event, holiday party, or birthday magical with the Magic Mirror Photo Experience. Your guests will love it and be talking about it for days. Plus, they'll even get to walk away with their own unique red carpet picture. It's fun, unique, and gives your occasion that special touch that your guests will appreciate. The Magic Mirror. Find us on Facebook to book now. Search Mirror Image Rentals. That's Mirror Image Rental. Let the magic begin. How you doing? This is Troy from Wanda's Weave and Wiggyporium. And this week, we're having our Wacky Weave Special. That's right. No matter what color, no matter how long, we keep all our extra extensions and put them into your hair and give you a whack-ass weave. That's right. So it's Wacky Weave Week at Wanda's Wig and Weave Emporium. So you come on in and get your head whacked up. So all your people looking and saying, Ooh, girl, where'd you get that whack-ass weave? Mm-hmm. Share your voice, opinions, creativity, ideas, music, FBRN.us, Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. Yes, jump in. We're enjoying ourselves on this terrific Tuesday. It might be raining outside, but my heart is filled with so much knowledge and information that I'm going to give me a guinea pig today. Two guinea pigs. <laughs> We're having a great time talking to Rick Critlin of Hey Pigs. And Rick, you know what? I want to know, um, with this wonderful circus theme, tell me about some of the products that you have that actually enhance and enrich the everyday lives of guinea pigs and other small furry pets. Sure thing. Yeah, um, you know, obviously when we got our own guinea pigs, we, we, we bought them everything on the on the market. And, <laughs> you know, I was a little frustrated as a product designer seeing that you know, all the small animals were lumped together in the same category. You know, you had rabbits, chinchillas, mice, dagoos, um, and they all have completely different needs. So we wanted to design a, a product range specifically for guinea pigs. And if it happened to be great for other animals, fabulous. But this was really looking at what, we saw that our guinea pigs, uh, you know, really enjoyed doing what, what enhanced their, their well-being. So I started coming up with ideas for products. Um, and with the background in the film industry, I was quite interested in the concept of creating a range. Um, so I was like, why don't we create themes here? Um, you know, and then it makes it more engaging, makes it more collectible. And we certainly saw that a lot of the people on, on, on social media, um, a lot of the guinea pig people out there, were loving theming their own cages, you know, at seasonal events like Christmas and, and Halloween and the likes. So I, you know, I was, I was very confident that a, a themed range would be appealing. So, of the many ideas that we came up with, and we have a catalogue for the future, um, 
the circus was the one that really appealed as a great starter range. Um, it would be nice and unisex. Um, and just just a forward on this, lots of people say, were you inspired by The Greatest Showman? No, we came out just before The Greatest Showman, so I think The Greatest Showman was inspired by us. Right. Or in fact, P.P. Barnum, the original. <laughs> but certainly, um, the circus theme, you know, we thought, this is great. It appeals at all levels. It gives us a really bright, bold colour scheme to, to, to base these things on. And as a product designer, it gives me loads of inspiration to come up with quirky ideas and, and novel novel concepts um so for example um one of our top selling products um is called the kv cannonball kv being the family name for mm -hmm. guinea pig and it was based on the idea of a human cannonball so like how do you make this work for a guinea pig like well they love tunnels um and they're in you know they're they're they're, they're really inquisitive little creatures so could we could we make a tilting tunnel for guinea pigs? Has this ever been done before? Would it look a bit like a cannon? Yes. So we started developing this idea and used the 3D modelling techniques that I've, I've got as a professional. 3D printed some designs for the stand, got a regular cardboard tube, punched some holes in the side, and before you knew it, we had a test rig, and we like to say that our products are tested by guinea pigs. There's a little play on the concept of te That's tested the best on way, guinea pigs. Yeah. Tested by guinea pigs. <laughs> the um, best way. Because, now, is it yeah. fully functional? Can I actually shoot my guinea pig up the <laughs> No. Well, this is it. You see, it's, it's a little bit of humor, but you know, I, I'm all about a bit of humour. I, I, I have a dark sense of humour, really. But I've seen it. It's them. all your, about your that. Products How are can just you capture that beautiful. little bit of imagination and attention? Uh, obviously, it doesn't fire the guinea pig into the air. Um, if you watch a video of them actually going through it, it's just a satisfying clink clonk. Um, but my goodness, did it get people engaged? And have you know, aren't people excited when they finally manage to video their guinea pig going through the tilting tunnel and doing the little trick? Yes. Um, and you know, you can train them to do it as well. Um, we've got some great videos of there's a there's a Canadian guinea pig called Ace who is incredible. If you ever want to go and check out just how clever guinea pigs are, Ace is amazing tricks. He is he is an well. Also, uh, his, his owner is an incredible trainer, but he's an incredible little guinea pig. Um, you know, so yeah, that was one of, of, of the six products we launched. Well, you know what? They're nice. They, you know what? And it makes you want to interact and and uh, kind of like have yeah. fun with your pet because it is the colors. I mean, it makes me want. That's what, probably that's hypnotic. You know that, Rick? That's what made me want to go and get some dang guinea pigs. I bet. I don't know. It is about encouraging people to spend more time with their guinea pigs. Right. Um, you know, we, we have the product there, the, the Piggy Weightlifter, which is a, basically a vegetable kebab uh, that's shaped like a, a weightlifter's uh, weights, but you, 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 you stuff the vegetables on it. Now, we traditionally have always put food out for a guinea pig in a bowl. Now, if you go and look for a guinea pig in the wild, they do exist. You won't, you won't find one in your backyard, but if you went to South America, you, you, you might well find one. But their natural um, natural way of finding food is foraging. They, they forage about at dawn and dusk, and they look for food in amongst everything. So 
why do we put it all in a bowl in one place for them? How does that mentally stimulate them? Well, it doesn't. It doesn't. So it's looking for alternative ways to create, you know, an enrichment experience actually when they're feeding. So in the case of the weightlifter, you know, if you have it, if you see some of our videos where we've got five or six pigs and one weightlifter, <laughs> it's, it's a food fight, you know. <laughs> they have great fun pulling it around and, and, and interacting with one another. Well, you know what? This is no joke because you are multiple or war winners. Everybody needs to go to www heypigs.com and catch on is you shipping over to the United States also or is it just gonna we are yes from heypigs.com and um, hopefully hopefully in the, in the next year we'll actually get some stock on mainline US to, to get the shipping costs down a bit but you know, we have shipped to several to several US and Canadian that is alright um, that's what I was waiting to hear that is yep. that is alright you know um you got products. You got any new products or future plans in the making? Yeah, we've, we 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 are we've literally about to sign off uh, a sample on a, on a brand new product for launching um, in the summer. Mm-hmm. There is another one possibly coming alongside that. A couple of additions to the circus range. Um, obviously, the, the the beauty of having a theme is that we can change it up in the future. So. We might bring out a completely different theme. It could be space pigs, it could be Wild West pigs, it could be medieval pigs. um, I'm loving it. it. You you guys are rich. (laughs) You've you've come on to something big here, and I I really do. I love it. You might be able to market those Wild West pigs (laughs) down here in Dallas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean... um, the, the, the fascinating thing from my perspective is that the concept of themes just fills me with excitement, you know, and, and the ideas of all, all the creative things that you can do. We've right. had so much fun with the circus range, you know, making little videos and yeah. dressing up. Yeah, what a concept. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're limited by your own creativity, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you know the, the most satisfying thing is that everyone that we meet when we're at a pet show or whatever they just smile they go isn't this wonderful Mm -hmm. and we'll have the guinea pigs there and they'll be there with all the circus gear and you can see that they really love it and there's no better satisfaction to know that our products are going out there and they're making guinea pigs happy and they're making the, the you know the pet parents we don't owners a funny word the pet parents really really excited and happy to be engaging with 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 their animals well tell everybody how you can be followed on social media and again how they can you can be contacted uh for sure. some of your products it's dead easy um hey pigs if you search the word hey pigs if you go on social media all our tags are at hey pigs that's h-a-y P-I-G-S. Um, so we've got a big old following on Instagram. That's one of that's our, our main account. But we do put it out to um, Twitter and we're on Facebook. And uh, we have a YouTube channel and we've, we've, we've recently been adding a lot more content on there as well. So we've been doing some video tours of our uh, accommodation for the guineas and things like that. So that um, we should be, it. should be nice and easy to find. I love it. I love what you are doing. Say hi to Helen for me. And just, just another idea. Were. I'm looking at the pictures of the guinea pigs and they're playing in the circus thing. I'm telling you, you are so onto something. I would buy a calendar and each 
calendar month has a different picture of the guinea pigs doing different yeah. things with your products. Keep that in mind. Wink, wink. Uh, I just threw that one your way. Uh, oh, do you know there's no, that there is only a handful left, um, but I'll get you one sent over. Great. I appreciate that. You know what? I thank you for taking the time, Rick, and, and being on the show. Um, keep me posted on, on anything else you're doing. I'd love to have you back here sure. and we can continue it's, the conversation. It's been an absolute pleasure. You know, maybe, maybe if we come back again, I'll get Helen on. That's you what can I chat want. To her as well. I would love to talk to her about this here. She said when you got married, she wanted guinea pigs. Now, that's a conversation. I think the guinea pigs were holding her hostage. That's what's going on. <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> yeah, right. um, they take they take over your heart. That's yes, they do, and I'll send you pictures of mine's when I go. Wonderful, by. I can't wait. All righty, thank you very much, Rick. I appreciate you from taking the time in. We'll be in touch with you, and I want you to enjoy the rest of your evening. I believe it's getting thank evening. Thank you there. very much. You're very welcome. Yes, um, thank you very much for having us, um, Sylvie and Tim. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. We'll be in touch with you. Have a good day. Take care. All right, we're going to take a break and get on one of our messages from our sponsors, and we'll be right back with Stuart Irvine. Hey, this is Rocky Atlas, the last official lead guitarist with John Mayall and the Blues Breakers, here to say you are listening to the Queen Sylvie Radio Show. Keep rocking the blues.
this the Queen Sibin show. It's the Queen Sibin, Queen Sibin show. Queen Sibin, Queen Sibin show. It's the Queen Sibin, Queen Sibin show. Yes, it's the Queen Sylvie Show. We are having an informative, fun, terrific Tuesday here on Fishbowl Radio Network, the Queen Sylvie Show. Oh, yes, we were having a great time and a great conversation. Oh, it's been a Well, we've talked day. about pigs. We've talked about healing. Queen, what are we going to talk about next? Well, we had a great time talking to uh, Vince the Vet, uh, Dr. Vince McNally, as well as Rick Critlin of Hey Pigs. And right now, I'm going to say, because I'm going to welcome my next guest from Surrey, United Kingdom. Are you there, Stuart? Yeah, hi there, Queen Sylvia. How are you? Hello. Spending all of his working life in the fishing and marine industry, now a successful businessman along with his business partner, David Judd. They've launched a new range of fish-based pet treats called WOLFs, which is the acronym for Wild Omega, excuse me, Wild Ocean Omega-3 Fish Snakes, Fish Snacks. Did I say Fish Snakes? <laughs> no, they're snacks. From Surrey, United Kingdom, I introduce to you Stuart Irvine. Yeah, hi there. Good evening, or good morning, or good afternoon. I'm not quite sure of the time difference. Well, we're afternoon, and you're almost pro- we approaching are, evening. We are just afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, the darkness has just started here, so it's almost time to go to the pub, but we'll have a short conversation <laughs> with you first. Right. And I thank you for taking that time. Have a pint for me. <laughs> yeah, drink one for me. <laughs> right, don't you? Uh, well, share with me your life experience before the birth of wolves. Okay. Um, I uh, left school many, many years ago and went straight into the... Uh, into the seafood business. I was based in Aberdeen, which was a strong fishing uh, town in the northeast of Scotland. And I went into an international trading company and from there was posted around the world looking after fishing operations, mainly for uh, Eastern European factory trawlers. In fact, um, spent some time in uh, Oregon and spent some time in uh, Gloucester, Massachusetts, and quite a lot of time in Nova Scotia. So I know the sort of East Coast better than I do most of the rest of uh, America. Wow. Um, <laughs> I can't believe it. So you've been up in our rough waters. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, all, I, all I know is I think Nova Scotia was beautiful, <laughs> but it was mostly shrouded in fog, so I didn't see much of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know you're fishes. You know about fish, that is. Uh, what's your, what's your favorite, absolutely, yeah. favorite fish to eat? Well, I would say Dover Sole, but they're all so expensive these days. Um, uh, I'd, I'd probably go with cod. I mean, that's the main ingredient of the fish treats that we're using today. So uh, <laughs> I suppose yeah, I've got right. to say cod. Cod is good. I'm not going to even tell anybody yet. Don't spill the beans on the names of us. The names alone had me wanting to eat them, and I want to know. Well, I'll go ahead and ask you now. Have you tried some of these treats yourself? Uh, well, um if I had all my own teeth, I'm sure I could probably <laughs> chew through some of them. But uh, I definitely can eat. I can eat. I can eat one of them, one of the softer ones. So uh, when I'm exhibiting at any of the shows, I often <laughs> say to people, um, "I just go and eat one, and then just show them it's it's good for humans as well as it is for dogs." Well, good. That is good. What's your uh, the inspiration or the story behind even the start of this successful fish-based pet treat business? 
Well, it, you know, it, it's a, it's a thing as a misnomer that that dogs don't eat fish. In fact, you know, fish is a very very important uh, part of a dog's diet. Um, it's just rich in omega threes and all the vitamins that are good for the aching joints. Uh, definitely good for the the skin and and, and the coat. Um, and you know, dogs as they get older can't produce omega three, so this is a good uh, good. Uh, complementary addition to the diet. Yeah, but you use only uh, MSC accredited fish. So for those who are not aware, explain what MSC stands for and means. Okay, well, I mean, we have uh, an organization in the UK that was started in the late 90s. I, I, I don't know if you're in Curis or remember, but the, 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 the stocks in the North Atlantic were being heavily overfished, and there was a backlash from retailers and consumers, especially uh, for the, the cod fishery. And uh, you know, the World Wildlife Fund and a couple of big uh, multinational retailers got together and said that they're going to only promote the sales of uh, fish species that uh, are uh, you know, managed properly and fished uh, ethically. Mm-hmm. And as a result of the sort of late 90s, the MSC, which is called the Marine Stewardship Council, was formed. And their duty was to try and audit uh, fisheries around the world to make sure that they were managed properly, that, uh, that they adhered to all the scientific uh, data, and that they, they were fished uh, properly. And uh, this organization is basically uh, auditing fisheries all around the world, especially in the North Atlantic, the North Pacific. There are several fisheries in America that are, uh, that are audited by MSC. And as a result, with uh, MSC, the consumer knows that this fish is being uh, caught, uh, caught ethically. It's uh, fully sustainable from a fully sustainable fishery. And it's fully traceable. So the consumer has... Uh, Great faith in that little blue badge that's on top of the on top of the pack. That is hot. Now, I you don't think about over harvesting a species. Well, I mean, unfortunately, um, not everybody uh, treats the fishery in the right way, and um, you know, the, there was a gross overfishing in the sort of in most of the most of the world is in fact in the sort of 70s 80s and 90s and i think the consumer had had enough of it there was some very very bad publicity about the overfishing and um i think uh, people were especially retailers and and some of the uh, ngos were were aware that this had to stop and this uh, msc marine stewardship council was formed out of this uh, out of this, uh, uh, the result of all of these people getting together, just to make sure that the consumer was aware that the fish was uh, the fish is being caught responsibly. Smart thing, very smart thing. What would you say, uh, Stuart, is uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly of feeding fish as protein source for our dogs and cats? Well, I mean, the, you know, there there is many many pros, and uh, there's not many there's not many. <laughs> Cons. Um, the fact that the uh, fish that we use in our um, treats are uh, definitely full of omega three. That is uh, very healthy and uh, looking after joints for slightly older dogs. Because as I said earlier, the dogs as they get older don't generate their their own their own omega three. Um, it is really good for the uh, for the skin. 
And the treats that we manufacture are very, very brittle. So as a consequence, that gets into into the into the teeth and into the gums and uh, uh, cleans all the mouth out with, gets rid of all the plaque and tartar that's around the dog's mouth. It's, it's, it's an excellent product. Can I ask you, do you use the whole fish be- or just a part of the fish? Because I know certain body parts have certain properties, certain vitamins, certain... Yeah. Well, the, the, the situation is that, uh, that, uh, that most people only see a cod and they eat a nice bit of steak or a nice filly, and then they don't really realize what happens to the rest of the fish. And, uh, you know, as a consequence, the last, uh, I would say the last 10 years, the, the uh, seafood industry has looked to utilize the, uh, the, the, what we call the waste, the frames and the skins, from the fish so Understandable, that, um, yes, so that none right. of it is wasted mm-hmm. there's a ton of and, um, you know, as, as, a, as a consequence now you, you see you know the pharmaceutical industry is paying much more attention to the uh, to the to the frames of the fish because in the bones it's full of protein and calcium mm. and in, in 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 skin especially in cod there is a lot of collagen in there which has its own its own uh, own benefits mm. That's interesting. You know, I, actually, I find that there is a growing number of natural pet food and pet food snack companies joining the market. I mean, it's money in that industry, but stored for you and your business partner, uh, David. What, what's the <clears throat> excuse me the main mission or the ultimate goal for Wolf's? Well, I mean, we <laughs> we uh, sat down around the table about uh, two years ago, and you know, we're in our sort of let's put it this politely our latter years and we thought you know we're we're still up for one more challenge in our life and we were sort of uh going through a sort of period of of um not very satisfied in the jobs that we were doing and we said let's let's give something a go and as a result of um seeing a friend of ours dog eating fish skins we said right let's get involved in this business i mean you know long term we just want to bring um fish into into to be made more aware to the general public that this is very very healthy for your dog and you know we will try and promote fish-based products as we go along and as we try and develop into different sectors of the of the industry of the pet food industry you know at the moment we're still in its infancy in the in the, in the treat section but you know within the next uh, six to 12 months we'll go into the food section and we'll start to manufacture uh, uh, dog products from from fish fish which is which is only healthy and can only be a good thing for your dog right it, it uh, supports healthy vision and joint mobility it helps uh heal sore flaky damaged in and uh, itchy skin so you really on to something but tell me can i serve sardines packed in water or uh maybe wild uh caught salmon to my pets you could you can feed anything to your dog i mean the only the only issue i would is you have to be a little bit careful about the bones mm-hmm. because you know some of these i mean sardines has very soft bones uh, herring's the same, mm-hmm. but you know th- those two, those two fish herring and and uh, herring and uh, sardines are very, very f- uh, full of uh, omega three, very, very high in fat, um, which is only good for the dog. And it, it's it's a really healthy species. So have you, uh, so you you've tasted the snacks and you say the snacks are very good, right? So tell me about some of these treats that you offer. Well, we uh, we manufacture down in a in a plant down in in the southwest of England, down in Cornwall. Um, these people take hold of our uh, fish skins, they bake them, 
um, and they're produced into small small cubes for the smaller animals and then it's like almost like a, a fish finger for the mm-hmm. larger dogs and then they're they're eaten uh, together as, as a treat or uh, as a snack and they're uh, as i said before full of omega-3 and the dogs just love them um, well, you know, <laughs> i can you only did. go by what 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 we've given our our dogs and um, they, they just love them cod cookies also right yeah, we do cod cookies with a little bit of uh, with a little bit of potato in it, and we're also doing uh, cod crunch now as well, which is another t- uh, uh, treat, which is like a cookie. See, that's what I get for skipping breakfast right now because I'm ready to eat. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking fish fingers and cod c- cookies, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> but you know. Well. I'll tell you what I'll do. You, I'll send some across to you. you. You can try them yourself. Well, you know what? Not only for myself, I have a female boxer. So, you know, she, oh, well, she, she would love some of those, and I appreciate that. But tell me the health benefits for my dog eating wolf treats. Well, I mean, that's just, we've sort of reiterated a little bit now. And um, you will find uh, within two weeks, if you're giving your dog two or three treats a day, you'll find that the dog's skin will become very shiny and very smooth. Mm. Uh, you'll notice a remarkable difference in the dog's teeth and, and certainly uh, its, its gums. The, the, the brittleness of our cube and, and uh, finger uh, goes straight through into getting rid of all the plaque and the tartar around the dog's mouth. Um, these 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 treats are, are are really really healthy and and also if you've got slightly older dogs you'll see an improvement in its joints and in its muscles. So these are manufactured in the United Kingdom, but are you doing um, orders for the United States? Well, at the moment we uh, we're um, you know we're still in our infancy. We're, what we have done is that we're uh, promoting as much as we can in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, through my through my fishing connections, I have uh, you know people I know all over the world, and we've just recently sold uh, quite a large order into Hong Kong, and we're just about to start selling into Korea. Wow! Um, what we haven't done yet, we're not quite big enough to get into the, the the enormous market, which is the which is the USA. Yeah, but that's just a matter of time. I mean, I I love what you're doing. You know, our pets is just like our babies. You know, you, they may have more hair on their bodies, but their care is important. <laughs> oh, I know that the dogs love that. Uh, a story back in into my younger days, we would uh, one of our dogs used to go out fishing with us all the time. We grew up on the Great Lakes, and. Uh, you get back to the cleaning house, and that dog loved the scraps. Yeah, yeah. This would go well. Crazy you never, and you had never, beautiful you never teeth. See like an you said, the coat was always nice and shiny. Fish. Teeth were just always perfect. Mm. What did you? But say? I mean, we, I, I, I've traveled a lot to the Arctic Circle as well, and I have never seen an unhealthy husky. And they're always feeding on 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 fish and whatever's left over that that people are not eating. It's. Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful uh, treat for the dog to eat, to eat this, and especially with all the omega three that runs naturally through all the fish. That's interesting. Oh, absolutely, I agree with that one hundred percent. I'll testify; it's good for dogs. Yeah. So you yeah. want to something good? You've been in, in in business with wolves for a couple of years now, but even from the beginning into now, what what are some of the challenges you may have faced and probably overcame in the production of this? soon to be mega successful product well you have to consider that uh, 75% of all the global pet food is controlled by 
two two or three people, and uh, it's quite difficult to try and match anything like their um, advertising budgets. So getting your product out there um, is a challenge, mm-hmm. but uh, I think that we've done it with um, you know with great tenacity. We've gone out there, we've exhibited at a lot of shows, um, we've gone out and, and and shown all of our products to. You know, quite a few of the sort of major retailers, but you know where we're concentrating on at the moment, where I guess everybody is or these days is online, and uh, where our sales online are are really taking off, and um, you know we just see that as the sort of growth area. Yeah, that's part of the new technology, and and it does work. Put in that effort and yeah. get it out there; it will work. I know this. But do you have uh, anything that you want to add, or do you have any upcoming events for Wolves that you'd like to share? Well, I don't know if your listeners are coming across to the UK, but one yes, of the biggest shows in in the world is at Crufts, which um, goes over for four days. And, you know, we've got our own stand there. And anybody who's listened to the program who wants to come and visit, we're, we're in Hall 2, Stand 16. So you're more than welcome to come along and we'll give you a drink while you're there and hey. you can uh, have a look at our products. You'd be surprised who who we have over in the United <laughs> Kingdom. We've done Crufts, um, I think it was last year. Yeah, last year we did a couple from Crufts. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can't yeah. remember who that was. Sergeant. A, a competition. Rebecca Sergeant. She competed in it. She yeah. had a dog in the competition. Yeah, yeah Rebecca Sergeant. And the agility. Well, I mean, that, 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 that's going to be one That's going to be one of the treats is that, you know, you do see... You, you, you do see all of the animals who are performing there, and you know to see them all so looking so healthy. I mean, obviously we're going to be promoting our product to uh, oh, yeah. to just enhance all all the the, the the good looks of all the dogs that'll be there. That's right. Well, you know what? I think you're on to something um, uh, with what you're doing. I'm looking at the package right now, and I mean the package is very attractive looking, and that's part of it too, the packaging and branding of your product and uh, i'm wishing you all the luck on what you're doing and i hope that you keep me posted on all that you're doing because i know that you're coming out with more new things especially when you're able to do orders over here in the united states i really would love to help push that out there because i do believe in the product i love fish as myself i'm going to you probably got tell me you want lunch want to go get fish for lunch <laughs> Must well, be nearly we your lunchtime. Yeah, yeah, we. I know a place that makes some good cod. I don't. I, don't, I mean, I love fish, so I won't. I won't eat the snacks for my dog. But I. I. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> steal her snacks. No, I won't steal her She'll be snacks. looking at us with that little look, how they turn their head sideways, like, what are you doing? I'm not, I'm, not snacks. I'm not greedy like that, none whatsoever, Stuart. But listen, tell everybody how you can be followed on social media and contacted again for more of Wolf's products. Well, you can see us on uh, Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook, and you can follow us uh, on our website, which is www w.woofs.co.uk and uh, anybody that comes on and tells us that uh, they've listened to the show, we'll be more than happy to give them a uh, a nice little discount and when they, when they order some product from, it, from us. Oh, how sweet oh, how nice is that. that? I love that. I appreciate that very, very much. I so, might fly over there just for the discount. <laughs> 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 well, let, let me know when you get in. I'll come and get you. We'll, we'll take you up the crust. That's you right. You can do your show from there. Right, <laughs> right. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so is there anything you want to add before you go? No, I'd, I'd just say uh, thank you very much for the opportunity to talk to you and, and, and try and promote our brand. It's uh, it's, uh, it's still in its infancy, but we see it going a long way. I and see that. 
Once we start in America, you'll be the first to know. I appreciate that because I'm looking forward to representing Wolf's. Wolf's got it going on. Woof, woof. I mean, no, that wasn't me saying that. <laughs> I thought yeah, yeah. you got to start everywhere. singing Who Let the Dogs Out. That's yeah, the, that, that's, the that's, what, uh, that's my song, too, Who Let the Dogs Out. Woof, 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 woof. <laughs> All right, Stuart, I appreciate that. We'll be in touch with you. I thank you so much for taking the time and being on the Queen Sylvie Show. I know that it's a different time zone, so I will say enjoy your evening and the Queen and Smooth will be in touch with you thank you very much queen sylvia right. thank you very much for uh, the opportunity you're very welcome thank, thank you, you so very much all the best Tim. thanks very much thank you all right well, let's do a little Bye cats now. and dogs stand-up comedy right now and a message from one of our sponsors and we will be right back on the queen sylvia show i think cats are scary i'm afraid of mine. definitely afraid of kittens and cats i don't have much respect for cats <laughs> I wanted a dog when I was a kid. I wanted to throw a frisbee to a dog and have the dog bring it back. Dog, my mom got me a cat instead. The cat was terrible at the frisbee game. Every time I throw it, he wouldn't catch it and bring it back. He would just attack my face. That was his main move. I think he hated frisbees. But yeah, I don't like cats because cats don't work, you know? Dogs work. They lead the blind. They find bombs. They work for the cops. Cop dog. They'd never be a cop cat. <laughs> He'd be the worst cop on the force. Little cat box full of unsolved crimes. Angry police captain always looking for him. Where the hell is that cat we got doing police work around here for some reason? He's working the Griffith Park murders and I want results. He's always in a break room just staring out the window. That cat's always on a stakeout. My grandmother had a cat though, a, cat, a mean cat named James. But I have a very unusual grandmother, you guys. She's a, she's a former bodybuilder. She used to lift weights professionally. 76 years old and rips. It is gross. I'm like, Grandma, you look like one of the expendables. What are you trying to prove? It's like, boy, my body's a temple. I take care of it. Like a temple, it looks like a fortress that no man can enter. I used to call it grand muscles as a kid. She hated that. Boy, don't call me grand muscles. I'll rip your damn arms off. She could do it too. She was very strong. <laughs> she couldn't cook very well. Everything she cooked tasted like muscles, which makes no sense. How's that, boy? It tastes like a bicep. I don't know what that means either. The Queen Sylvie Show is an independently funded program that depends upon your donations so that we can continue in bringing you the best of talents and topics from around the globe. Simply go to www.fbrn.us, click on the show tab, scroll down and select the Queen Silly Show, and at the bottom left hand of our page, select the donate button. Every donation counts, no matter how big or small. We thank you. What could be worse? Best, a finger. That all the words a finger. Nothing else.
sure exactly what finger she's talking about but if you are curious i'm going to tell you she will be at the queen sylvie birthday bash march 1st yes 8 p.m yes arlington texas absolute 2315 south, south cooper, cooper street the oh, one yeah. love lounge arlington texas march yes. 1st 2315 south cooper one love lounge and you can ask her exactly <laughs> What did you mean by finger? Yeah, this is going to be a jam. I hope everybody come on down to Queen Sylvie Birthday Bash. We have Nicole Delaney, who is also celebrating her birthday. If you're Pisces, you want to come on down. Come on down to jam with us. We're going to have great performances, games, yeah, fun, giveaways. Dancing. We got some comedians yes, going to go up on stage. Absolutely. It should be party, party, party. Yes, let's go to the lines. We have someone on the line right now, 419. State your name and where you're calling from. You have Superstar Kane Patino all the way from Holland, Ohio. How are you doing today, Queen? Superstar Kane We're back in the USA. We've been talking to Europe been talking, all day. Yeah, we've been in the United Kingdom for pretty much two hours now. I'm glad you you you, you got in. What's happening, Superstar Kane Patino? Well, I just wanted to come to the show and let you know that your show is absolutely amazing. So keep up the amazing work. <laughs> Thank you. We hope you learned something about guinea pigs on today's show, Kane. <laughs> we were talking everything from supplements to dog cat snacks to guinea pigs. Oh, it was great. You missed it. And if you didn't, log on. We're going to have, an, we'll have uh, a replay. We'll have a replay coming up soon because it is a great day. It is a, well, it's raining here. What is it like um, up in Ohio, Kane? It's actually very sunny in Ohio. Oh, that's where the sun went. Time went up, move. Went up there, huh? Okay. Well, <laughs> yes, how is your grandfather, by the way? Well, like, you know what? Please all of you listeners, please keep him in your prayers because he's supposed to have some tests done today to see what's going on. Ah, uh, okay. Well, we will keep him in prayers. So tell everybody, Kane, who is the superstar you know, Christian <laughs> rapper that is um, going to hopefully soon be down here in Texas making his first Christian rap CD. Kane, tell everybody where we can go to find your videos as well as listen to your music. Um, I do have a Facebook page, but the best way to do it um, to find my videos is my mother, Casey Patinio, C-A-S-E-Y, Patinio, P-E-T, 
I-N-I-O-T. And then also, um, I have a YouTube page under Kane, the Christian rapper. K-A-Y-N-E. What else? Is that it? Uh, That is it. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay, now you know what? You makes my Tuesdays even more terrific when you call in. And I'm glad that you were able to get in today because now my Tuesday is now even more terrific. And I look forward to talking to you again next week um, on the Queen Silver Show. Any words before you go? Kane? All right. All right. I'm right here. Okay. Um, I want to let everybody know my concert coming September the 21st. That will be with Kingdom Music. I will be opening for that group. That's what's up, superstar Kane Patanio. That's what's <laughs> up. All right. All right, Kane. Go out and enjoy your day. I thank you very much for taking the time and being patient and getting in on the Queen Silver Show. That's what's up. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you. All right, Kane. Have a good one. You as well. You as well. Thank you. All right, so we got birthdays today. Um, there's a couple birthdays I'd like to mention, although if there's anyone that woke up today hearing my voice, it is your birthday too, boo-boo. I mean, be happy that you woke up today and is alive on this earth. But officially, it is someone's birthday. Tim, do you know Seal? I know you know the music artist Seal. Come on. Yeah, you do. <laughs> they can't see you shaking your head Alright, well Seal's birthday is today He is a music artist out here in the world doing it. He has those They always mark him for the scars on his face But it is what it is He's 55 today Smokey Robinson's birthday is today, Smooth How old do you think he is? 90 <laughs> You are silly Smokey Robinson said thank you very much sir. He's 110 <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much He is 78 Oh my bad Jeff Daniels Now you know the actor Jeff Daniels Don't you dare say he's 105 Why would I know <laughs> Jeff Daniels? He was from Dumb and Dumber He played with um, Oh that's just stupid Jim Carrey Yeah that one How old do you think he is? Okay he's probably only 90 They're going to get a carpool and come kick your ass. (laughs) No, he's probably about 40, mid-40s. No, he's 63 years old. That young guy that was the one that got peed on, right, that was in the back of Dumb and Dumber, and he like, oh, that feels so good, and he peed all over. I don't know anything about that part. When he's riding the minibike, that's why I can't. Okay. Uh, Yeah, but anyways, he's 63 today. Is he that old? Yes, Uh and for anyone whose birthday it is today... Hit it. Happy Happy birthday birthday to you. you. Go on and enjoy your day. Don't take that stuff personally. Don't take it personally. There's anniversaries. And? No, I'm just kidding. All right. For those who have an anniversary out there, hit it. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Don't take it personal. I didn't take it personal. Our anniversary just passed, you know. That's correct. February 14th. 14th was our anniversary for how many years, Smooth? 
Oh, now you got to test me. 90. You're dang right. You're telling everybody 90. 90. I knew you'd say 90. <laughs> and I wish you many more. Yeah. All right, so we listen. We haven't been together that long. We've been together not that long, but we're going to get there. See, I could get smart, so it seems like forever, but then I get smacked. You won't even get dinner, It's been 12 buddy. wonderful years, my love. It is more coming, forthcoming. But listen, if you are a talent, a business, make a difference. Hey, if you want to be on the Queen Silver Show, hit me up. At QueenSylviaComic.com. You can also follow me on my webpage. Uh, where is that webpage? Facebook and Instagram are the Queen Sylvie or Sylvie Starks. And you can follow me, Tim McGiffin, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those wonderful sites. And I guess until next week. Same queen time, same queen station. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we have such a wonderful lineup next week on the show. Look for that flyer popping out that's going to tell you who the celebrity ones are. What, it disappeared? It, is that what you're saying? You didn't like them, so I took it all off. So, we're going to go out with... Donate to the Queen Silby Show. This is Queen Sylvie signing out. I'll holler. The Queen Sylvie Show is an independently funded program that depends upon your donations so that we can continue in bringing you the best of talents and topics from around the globe. Simply go to www.fbrn.us, click on the show tab, scroll down and select the Queen Sylvie Show, and at the bottom left hand of our page, select the donate button. Every donation counts, no matter how big or small. We thank you. Hey, this is Rocky Atlas, the last official lead guitarist with John Mayall and the Blues Breakers, here to say you are listening to the Queen Sylvie Radio Show. Keep rocking the blues.
but I wanna be, I wanna be, I wanna be cool.